two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Uh, well, hey, Mark. Hello. Uh, well, hey, Josh. Hello there, good buddy. It is it is great to see you again. Uh, yeah. And this and and in a new year, right? This yeah. Is our happy first New Year. Happy New Year, twenty twenty three. Um, I would make the joke about like, oh, I keep signing the date wrong on my checks. Hardy har. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've stopped. I've stopped writing checks. Um, I'm not <laughs> teaching. I'm well, and, and I'm not teaching this semester, so it's not like I have to like write the date on a bunch of documents and stuff. So I am. I'm in this weird. Um, yeah, like uh, outside of time, outside of space, the color out of space <laughs> world. Where it's like, no, I'm just like writing my dissertation and uh, losing track of almost everything else. <laughs> yeah, you 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 have sequestered yourself in your wizard's tower, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, oh, 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 in that... three weeks, you'll see your wizard shadow, and there'll be six more weeks of writing, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, buddy! I pray to God there's not six more. Well, I know, I know for a fact there's going to be six more weeks of writing. Hopefully, it's not like six more years of writing. Maybe that's what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, well, I, I also, and, and I think you alluded to this um, on on the socials. I also uh, got back not too long ago from New Orleans, where I uh, joined up with the. Uh, what is this? The Ar- Archaeological Institute of America uh, slash the Society for Classical Studies big conference. So that was kind of fun. That was cool to like oh, meet cool. a bunch of these. No, it was super cool. Like getting to. So um, they have the uh, Committee on Ancient and Modern Performance camp. Oh, wow. And, 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 and I think for, I don't know, 20 odd years or something like that, they'll, as a part of this academic conference, they'll also do a play. Um, yeah, from like either an classic Greek or Roman play or something inspired by it or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did that. They were needing bodies on stage. They were, uh, in want of more meat puppets. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, so yeah, I saw that email like kind of forward. I was like, Hey, I can do that. Um, but that was, yeah, it was great. I I got to meet a whole bunch of uh, new people. That was awesome. Uh, I got to, meet up with some people that I had only previously encountered on classics Twitter. Um, okay. And I even, and I even got to meet like a handful of people that, uh, again, man, like small world, a small classics world, uh, that I first met in, uh, Oxford doing my study abroad last oh, year. Oh, wow. So it was, okay. so it was neat. Yeah. It was super, super cool. Um, and then right, like attended panels and all that had really good seafood and, uh, some of the Cajun cooking. Ooh. Ooh, mama. Uh, right on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, I guess I hit my 2023. Yeah, like, I hit the ground running. Uh, how, was, how, how has the new year been for you so far? Any, I mean, anything really out of the ordinary or, like, strange? Or do you feel like maybe the heavens are, have, like, shifted a little? Something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in one way or another, the stars were right. Uh, Johnny mm-hmm. came down last weekend, and we cut a couple episodes of Dangle Podcast. So Let's that was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Krautball was in the seventh high hammock house, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there were many uh, uh, beverages ascending, 
and then empty bottles descending, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> my uh, my water bringer was definitely um, uh, in retrograde. Uh, water bringer, I mean my Sagittarius, because it's the uh, big shooter there. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to say, though, it does sound like you... Because you finished off with, like, seafood, and I was going to make the joke about, like, you've been, like... It sounds like you were both, like physically and then intellectually like fed like you were among your peers you were among people who like you were a wizard amongst other wizards to, to quote babyface oh man i went yep. out and i saw a bunch of other wizards and we had yeah. shrimp like that was you you were babyface the wizard like out with the other wizards um yeah. and all that is and- to say number one i'm still one of those wizards and my name is mark but the other thing is um Boy, I'm really glad that you felt like intelligent and academic and smart and fulfilled. Cause tonight I'm gonna blow all that away and start your new year just making you feel dumb as shit. <laughs> but yes, and if that isn't the premise of the Two Wizards podcast, uh, <laughs> I don't know what is. I know what it is. But yes, everybody, welcome. Uh, my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. Mark's here, as he said. He's also a wizard, and welcome to the Two Wizards podcast. Now on to season six, my friend. Season. Six. Oh my god. Ooh, baby. Ooh, that's some good oh no no right here. <laughs> Ooh, you got them a good podcast, y'all. <laughs> I think that was the other thing. It was so hard. It was so hard not to just kind of babble in like faux Creole. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you about that Sophocles now and we got them Palatade now, y'all. But yeah, it was it was great, and uh, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back. It's great to you. Cause, well, and we did we we did take a, a bit of a extended break there, um, but here we are. We're we're going, and yes, I think we have again probably one of the best and or worst topics uh, to start off season six. Like we hit it out of the park with Yokai Five, <laughs> and I don't even know what's going to happen with this one. But before yes. all that. Before, Before that, Mark, what? Okay, well, and, and we also kind of talked about this too, right? Because we were doing Wizards Rytons for season uh-huh. five. We've done Wizards Tankards. I think that was mostly like season four, Wizards yeah. Tankards. Well, um, so we did Rytons yeah, because you had just gotten back from travel abroad. So that was like the Greek drinking vessel. Yes. Then we did Tankards because your lady, your Mrs. Wizard, had bought you that... Um, you're right. Well, she bought both of us, I guess, yeah, the, unbeknownst the, to me at the time. But yeah, yeah there was the pair mm-hmm. of tankards that were custom made. Um, mm-hmm. We've done chalices, chalices. We did hobbits, goblets, hobbits, goblets wizards, goblet. Um, Wait, was it goblet? So I guess I. I mean, I don't know. Are you feeling something? Well, or maybe I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking about this. Maybe sort of in recognition of our topic tonight. Maybe just like maybe just like cups. Yeah. Like the cupbearers, yeah, so. and like, just like so. Okay, so so hey, let's just let's just go with that. What's in your wizard's cup? What is in my wizard's cup? Well, I asked you to prepare. I didn't ask you to prepare. I asked you to follow a general theme, and much like our topic tonight, you can adhere to that as broadly or as not broadly as you want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just drinking Blue Moon, Josh, yeah. and in the house of Blue oh. Moon is a single half orange. Oh, it wanes and waxes. <laughs> uh, well, funnily enough, I also have Blue Moon. Uh, although, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard, she, she picked up something else. She's like, uh, yeah, on, on the can of this other thing, there's some kind of vaguely 
symbol-y kind of stuff and some... So I, I I don't know, maybe depending on how the second half goes, I'll pop downstairs and get a can, a can of this other second thing. But I think for right now, starting off with Blue Moon is just perfect. So with that, here's on you, buddy. Cheers, good buddy, to season six. To season six. Like an old friend. Yep. It is. No, I was I was even thinking about that, right? Grab grab my two bottles walking up uh to the wood to, to yeah, my wizard's alcove, my wizard's tower here. I think like, man, I remember the year was was two thousand XX and I was definitely of legal drinking age. <laughs> wink wink. And, and right, and, and we sort of talked about this with the homebrewing episode and all sorts of other things. But it was. It was like right on like the cusp of that microbrew bubble. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, look at this. Here's this fat tire. Here's this um, o- Odell's um, uh, 90 shilling ale. Uh, here's this blue moon. How like sophisticated and blah, blah, blah. And, and of course now it's like whatever. But oh man, yeah. Many, many a college night drinking blue moon. And definitely when I was 21. Absolutely. A thousand percent, yes. <laughs> but it is, yeah. It is. It's, it's like, it's like, it is. It's sort of, right. Everything's like coming around in a revolution. Uh, maybe the dawning of a new age, you might say. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop with the dumb. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? Winking and nudging. Well, how are we what are we talking our about tonight? season? Our, what... <laughs> What amazing topic! Last last you know last season we had such amazing topics as Herodotus, the the father mm-hmm. of history, and what they're not telling you about the mm-hmm. moon. And what are we going to do tonight, Josh? Something equally stimulating, right? No. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> astrology. We're doing <laughs> yay astrology. Yay. I don't astrology. Broadly speaking, I don't know. Yep. I I just don't yeah. know how to feel. Josh, how do you feel about astrology? Well, I will happily field that first question because also true to form. Um, yes, this was one. This was a topic that you, I, I guess, sort of took lead on. And yeah, within like the f- like first first or second day, you were already texting me like, oh, buddy, I don't know. <laughs> Mark is Mark is getting angry. Uh, so I recall, right, the whole like, Trying to see like, oh yeah, what's your zodiac sign and doing stuff like that. I think when I was a little kid, I don't know, like third grade, fourth grade, um, I think I checked out a book or two from the good old Alamosa Public Library, um, kind of on like, yeah, like astrology and the zodiac, and I think even like palm reading. I don't know if we're going to go that route necessarily, um, but yeah, so it was something that's like, oh, well, this is kind of neat, it's kind of cool, and uh, still in like. Not in not in the little San Luis Valley newspaper, but the Pueblo Chieftain would print horoscopes and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, sure, it's kind of fun and neat, but yeah, never w- once really bought into it or anything like that. Um, and then actually, yeah, on this study abroad last, I, I guess now, yeah, last summer, yeah. Um, which yeah, fully were well, like two thirds of. Um, all, all of the students were like young, uh, just graduated or about to graduate college, like female actors. And 
boy howdy like the first day with all the ice breaking it was it was just like oh what's your sign what's your blah 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 so like it's a thing now it's like come back i think full full swing and like people are really into it and you know i don't want to like necessarily rain on anybody's parade (laughs) uh but i'll but so so yeah i I guess that's kind of where i am it's like yeah it's kind of fun and dumb i I don't know if it's informative necessarily but that that's kind of where i sit okay well, you know, even however you take it, it could be informative, you know? Yeah, like, true. depending true. on what you That's do true. with whatever it is, like, I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I to borrow a phrase from you, uh, men, duh. So, men, um, astrology is dumb as shit. It's something that's fucking made up, and it's a bunch of bullshit, and we use it to gloss over our, you know, personality traits. Oh, I'm really sorry that I got drunk and hit you. It's just because I'm a Pisces. It's what we do. Hey, Josh, I'm sorry that I cheated mm. on you. I'm a Libra. It's what we do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's this shit. Yeah, right, it's yeah. these little things that we say mm-hmm. and do that we make up for as the gaps in our personality. Duh. Mm-hmm. It's probably the oldest religion in the entire world. And mm-hmm. is it the most true religion is it is it the religious victory that we never knew we were gonna win and it's won <laughs> like yeah. yeah or like yeah going further yeah going like even further back like not even not even a religious victory but like a pantheon victory like you just barely scraped together 20 units of faith and you picked uh uh oh yeah i'll i'll, I'll have uh plus one faith from all my improved strategic resources but like, but it like it's yeah, it's been around forever. And I, again, I'll also put on my kind of Jonathan Peugeot hat here and say, yes, it absolutely is kind of dumb, and I think it does. I I also think you're onto something there too, where it's like, yeah, any sort of like uh, uh, deficiencies in one's personality or like integrity. It's like, oh yeah, um, I know I scratched up your car. Uh, because I thought you were cheating on me, but but I'm just a Scorpio. That's how I am. Uh, it, it 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 can be used for that, and I think kind of poorly. But then also at the very same time, like put yourself in that situation of humans, because 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 we're the same. We're the same. It's the same. It's just eight thousand years ago we didn't have smartphones, but we did have the night sky. Yeah, and we didn't have yeah, and we, we didn't have like okay. I guess I'll just kind of put the office uh, on Netflix until I fall asleep on my couch. Uh, so what were you doing instead? You were looking up at the stars and you were saying like, Hey, that's, that's kind of like a shape sort of thing. And I recognize that from last year. And um, boy, it's weird when that, when, when that one comes into view, uh, we get a lot of rain like, huh, that's weird. And then, and then when this other one comes up, um, that's when, that's when like we had the best, harvest of gourds so i guess we'll call that the gourd (laughs) so yeah it is absolutely stupid it's absolutely stupid but then it's also absolutely 100 percent accurate where it's like yeah these like patterns these things that we keep seeing uh that are like mirrored in the sky and as we've also talked about we humans are pattern recognizing machines um And so I, I, so I think that's it. I think that's absolutely it too. But, but again, I don't want to give too much credit to it because there is some boy howdy. Is there some stuff? 
<laughs> out there, and, and and I suppose we're, we're going to get into yeah. it. So I guess, I guess let's let's, let's just begin. Let's, let's yeah, just, let's begin. Let's um, this is a crash course in astrology. Um, and to be very clear, this is mostly just Western astrology as we know it right now. Like how we mm. got to where we are right now. With you get onto your Twitter profile and you see people who list in their bio, you know, they're not only what their sign is, but they're ascending and descending and their house. Like, it's amazing. Pola Tadena, really. Like, <laughs> yep. from, from, mm-hmm. from a way to keep time into this thing that we, we now believe in so strongly. Like, it's amazing to me. So, there's a reason mm-hmm. that literally every single game you boot up a Civ 6 starts with you researching either pottery or astrology and you get pottery to get the great bath, but you get astrology because you mm-hmm. want that religious booth with boost with like the settler automatically. Every, why wouldn't you do it? Come on now guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's hands down the best yeah. pantheon. Hands down. <laughs> but it's been around since like the first homos ever looked up at a then moonless sky. Cause it hadn't been towed here yet. And they started looking up at mm-hmm. the stars and like you said, they started using those stars in position and realized the patterns and recognized them. And that helped them to note, like, where they were at a time of year. And for the first time, we really started to think. And we really started to track. And we really started to understand. And we got an idea of what time, quote-unquote, might be. And this is what helped Mm. us shift from, like, you know, nomadic hunter-gatherer to, like, settle down and get, you know... Let's build a damn farm because, hey, we've been watching long enough. We know that right now this patch of when the stars get to this point... The river floods, and then damn that rice grows good. Yeah, let's let's do that. Like, yeah. but also I want to point out that it wasn't just the, you know, um, the the early humans like who stopped being nomadic that um, benefited from it. Australian Aboriginals used uh, stars to mark mm. uh, like they used stars as an early migration system, and they or like is like a calendar well, to track when they should migrate based off of like weather patterns. I would even imagine, uh, yeah, still like hunter gatherers would benefit from like tracking the 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 constellations in the sky because yeah it's either like oh hey i remember this is when like the the herds start moving or oh shit here comes this thing uh so it's probably going to be like winter and start snowing soon so we got to kind of like hunker down a bit um I, I of course especially for agricultural societies who yes have to like time uh yeah like the sowing of seeds and harvest and all that of course of course of course but but even right yeah like just purely hunter gatherer types i would imagine would yeah be be keeping track of that stuff yeah more than anything i just didn't want to apply imply that like if you stopped being hunter gatherer and like started just farming you were more intelligent i just because this is what it it gets really cool especially with like the aboriginals in australia native americans in america did it but we all know the story. Oh yeah, this is the 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 corn moon, and this is when we plant the corn. We all know that one, but I got to learn that in Australia it was denoted again by the stars. But so like in the northern and western, like the northwestern territories, where like it's more deserty and the weather's more set, they had like four denoted seasons based off of like position of stars in the sky and the moon. But then down south, they could have as many as thirteen seasons. Oh shoot. Yeah, it's just because it's, you know, Southern Australia is more, um, it, it gets affected by weather more inclemently. Okay, okay. So these seasons would be demarked and noted by a star's first rising, by, sorry, by a star's first appearing on the horizon. So the first time you see it in the year, that's when it is. 
Um, there's also an Australian Stonehenge. I didn't know there was an Australian Stonehenge, but there's a couple of them. Um, one of the most famous comes from uh, Kuringai Chase Park, and it depicts the constellation Emu in the sky. I just think it's neat. Like, that's it's awesome. This, I think it's I think it's supposed to be like a ten thousand year old um, star chart that they carved into the rock to depict this constellation. That is awesome. That's yeah, cool. It's so cool. Like, and even back then, like. It's like you're saying, humans are pattern-recognizing machines, and we were, and we are, and they were, and they are, and it's still the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <coughs> Choking on Blue Moon. <laughs> this is also where I get all, like, horned up, because it's also, like, you know, what's our through line? Sympathetic magic. And, man, mm-hmm. if this isn't the most sympathetic thing in the entire world, um, astrology as we know it, like... Western astrology again, like Indian is its own thing. Like, um, there's Mayan astrology, which was really cool Mm -hmm. that I wanted to get wanted to get into, but we don't have the time, and it's more than I feel comfortable getting into in one episode. But like, yeah. So what we understand it as kind of distilled into the crystal ziggurat of goofiness by the Mesopotamians. Yay! Hey, Mesopotamians, drink. We did it. (laughs) Drink. <laughs> um they began ascribing characteristics to planets as early as 1800 BCE. Mm. And then it kind of got like around its best and most focused around four around the 4th century BCE when stars were broken into groups known as Anu, Enlil, and Ea based upon their positions in the eastern horizon. There is also 18 initial fixed constellations. So Oh, wow. Well, you know, yeah, 18 to begin with, and then that was later distilled into 12. Wink, wink, Josh. 12 mm-hmm. constellations. Wink, wink, wink. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the Mesopotamians also tracked uh, five planets. Each one of these planets had different powers and a different god ascribed to it. So Jupiter was the king of the planets, and it was Marduk. Venus was Ishtar, the goddess of love and war. Saturn was Nintura. Mercury was Nabu. Mars was Nergal. The sun was Shamash, and moon represented Sin, the goddess Sin. And these planets' positions would be used like they are now to uh, dictate your uh, natal birth chart when you were born. So they would look at where the the position of the stars were, and from there they could write your horoscope uh, back in 400 BCE. Okay, okay. And this is what would, you know, dictate the path of your life. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I mean, also, uh, I, I, I would hate, I would hate to like, again, sort of like dominate this yet again. But <laughs> Mark, you keep throwing out these terms like astrology and horoscope and zodiac. Yeah. Where, where do all those? Come from? <laughs> Sorry. Well, Josh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Guess who loved astrology even more than the Mesopotamians? That's right, the Greeks. The Greeks. The Greeks. Um, It's important to note that they brought two big game changers to the astrology game. Number one, they put in the importance of the equinox as like Mm. very central grounding positions and starting and finishing points. So like that's when ages can start and finish, I guess. Or, like, Ooh. when you get one house into the next. I don't know. 
But they also added the um, elements. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also took those 12 constellations that the Babylonians had and formed the Zodiac, which is Greek for what, Josh? Uh, well, it's, it, uh, I was again, like double checking and I think I have a correction to make, uh, at oh? etymologyonline.com or etymology.com, whatever, whatever. Uh, but so Zodiac, uh, you may recognize looks like, like zoo or like zo Zoa. Uh, ancient Greek word for for life, and I saw one saying like, "Oh yeah, like zodiac comes from like uh yeah like zoo like like life or animal, um and then like kuklos for like a circle, so it means like the circle of animals." So I was like, "Wait okay. a second. but I said, "Wait a second. That does that doesn't seem right. Hold on, because because like where's the like L? Where's like the lambda? If that's what it is. So what it is? It's like so to to make a diminutive uh to say like a like an like a cute little animal uh is the dion ending uh so a so a zodion is a little animal and then uh ikos is a suffix to make an adjective so a zodiacos um means like pertaining to the little animals uh, oh, okay. So it's, yeah, and then it's, it's like the little animals in the sky. So it's not a circle, etymology.org or whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. I win. Um, <laughs> Got, but yeah. him. Got him. Uh, but then also, we, well, and we did, we talked about astrology. Uh, this one's a lot more straightforward. Uh, astro, aster, meaning star. Ology, like report, story, uh, word, speech. So it's, yeah, like. And then, of course, like the study of the study of the stars, and and like yeah. the study of like how they, of yeah how how they influence things, uh, and then a horoscope, uh, Greek horos uh, or hora meaning hour, um, or like season or time, and then skopos like a telescope means like like watching, so it's like to watch, oh. yeah, to like observe the hour specifically of someone's birth. And so when you're talking about like, oh, when a person is born during this time, here's their like chart or whatever. Here's here, here's what it's going to be like. So, yeah, the horoscope is like the observation of a person's season time of when they're born. Um, OK. And so that's so, yeah, there's, there's a little Greek. And then, of course, right for the for the astrological symbols, as we know them, they're all Greek stuff to you. But we can we can cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> I mean, we can probably almost get there now. I just want to point out... Okay, actually, sure. yeah, I'm going to send you this little chart really quick. Hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I should have typed this shit up. I got no, really don't, busy. Don't even, don't even stress, man. This is... Hey, but, this is season six. We're going to be even more laid back and even more, like, chill than we were just, before. It's just like, pick your battles and... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to try and sell you on why astrology is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> We're already at the same fucking party. Okay, um, so, so so yeah, so what Mark has sent, um, gentle listeners, and, and I, I think this is something we can, we'll, we'll probably put up on the socials as well, is just like a very basic um, Zodiac chart, uh, depending on your birthday, and uh, apparently what characteristics uh, yeah. that, that means. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess I'll go first. Uh, I am I'm an Aries, just because 
I don't want my identity to be stolen. I don't know if I'll necessarily say my specific birthday, um, but, <laughs> but I'm an Aries. And this says, adventurous and energetic. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, pioneering and courageous. Mm, sure, sure. Yeah, I suppose. Enthusiastic and confident. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, dynamic and quick-witted. Again, yeah, sure. I can see some of that. Um, and I guess those are like the more positive ones. And, and apparently these are the more negative ones. Uh, selfish and quick-tempered. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I can be. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, impulsive and impatient. Again, maybe. Sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, and then I, don't, I have never known you to be impulsive. Like... If it's only for, like, video games. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't need to write this paper. I can play Paper Mario. <laughs> um, well, maybe that's the foolhardy and daredevil then. Instead. And, then and, and, and then, yeah, and then the last one is foolhardy and daredevil. <clears throat> which, yeah, I am definitely not a daredevil. I just want to hang out at the house all day. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know if... So, so yeah, I... So, that is at least what this has listed for me uh mark what is yours what is yours what are your what's your alignment or chart all right so next um tauros oh we should also say like what these things are aries is what josh is a ram yeah here's the ram Uh, (laughs) um next is taurus the bull april 21st to may 21st they are patient reliable warm-hearted and loving Persistent and determined, placid and security-loving, jealous and possessive, resentful and inflexible, self-indulgent and greedy. Uh, next I'm trying to is... think of people that I knew that were like this, but I, I got nothing. Um, actually, you know who is a Taurus? And again, I think, and I think kind of borrows a lot of this, um, is our good friend Mayhan. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. Wow. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there you go. It's in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next... Uh, Gemini, uh, uh, the twins and twins, twins, um, adaptable and versatile, communicative and witty, intellectual and eloquent, youthful and lively, uh, nervous and tense, superficial and inconsistent, cunning and inquisitive. Um, I don't, I don't know if I know uh, any Gemini's. Yeah, I don't either. Hmm. I'm sure we. I think I well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> I'm sure we do. But um, cancer, June 22nd to July 22nd, emotional and loving, intuitive and imaginative, shrewd and cautious, protective and sympathetic, changeable and moody, over emotional and touchy, clingy and unable to let go. I am 900% sure that a uh, Ben is a cancer. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Or you just always used to wear that cancer shirt. So I don't know. <laughs> That was like um, a cool black guy thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I dated a girl who was a cancer, uh, cancer for a bit, and maybe, maybe she was like this. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and cancer, of course, being being the crab. Cancer the crab. Yes. 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 Uh, next up, July twenty third through August twenty first is Leo the lion. Leo the lion goes grr. Um, oh. <laughs> generous and warm-hearted creative and enthusiastic broad-minded and expansive faithful and loving uh, however also pompous and patronizing bossy and interfering dogmatic and intolerant um nobody that i can 
recall to mind immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Virgo. August 22nd to September the 23rd. Modest and shy, meticulous and reliable, practical and diligent, intelligent and analytical, fussy and a warrior, overcritical and harsh, a perfectionist and a conservative. Uh, J. Ray, Johnny, oh. Mrs. Wizard is a Virgo. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I think, well, so I, I see the dates are a little different here. Um, uh, because my older brother Jake, I think he's on the cusp. I think he's on the cusp of like Leo and Virgo. Because he's like Josh. What pray tell is a cusp? Oh, that's like the like the like the the like dividing day. Where it's like if you're born on this day, you're 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 kind of part this and part this other thing. So it's like, um, yeah, it's yeah. I guess you like do a fusion dance and you're. <laughs> Lurgo. <laughs> Lurgo. Lurgo. <laughs> Ruler of the planet Omicron Percy I8. Yeah. <laughs> Lurgo. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool. 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 Uh, well, hey, since since this next one might be a little special to you. Yeah. Uh, I might just will. I might, I might just let you read that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Libra, October or September twenty fourth to October the twenty third. Diplomatic and urbane, romantic and charming, easygoing and sociable, idealistic and peaceable, indecisive and changeable, gullible and easily influenced, flirtatious and self indulgent. Holy shit! If that ain't me to a T on every one. <laughs> Speaking well, yes, of you... self indulgent, <laughs> we're going to Saint Croix in a couple weeks. So sweets have been at first sweets were, you know, strictly being rationed because we were being good and going to the gym and now we're not being so good. Mm. Um, (laughs) I would love to say that I'm an adult and I can control myself. I would love to say that. But Amanda had bought a bag of um, uh, Reese's cups. Oh, that's uh, trouble. The trees, the the Christmas trees are on sale. Oh, that's trouble. She would, you know, give me two. And that would be that would be my reward for getting through the day like a good boy. Yeah. Until Mark the goddamn drunk bear sleepwalking. <laughs> Not even drunk. I was sober as a cat. Uh, two in the morning, I snuffled into the um, linen closet and found those fuckers and ate them all. Oh, no. And then the next morning, there was a pile of wrappers on the floor. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know where they were. Oh, I just smelled God. the sons of bitches out. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Point is, <laughs> self-indulgent. Josh, talk to me about Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, be, before we get onto that, though... Um, my Mrs. Wizard is a Libra, but I, I don't know. I, I think she kind of cuts across a lot of these because I, I don't know if these, these are necessarily describe her. I mean, she is very charming and she, is, she yeah. can be very r- romantic. Um, but the, the other thing is, is like, and, and the, this is before I was in the picture, right? Like she, she would not recognize that like people were flirting with her or that she was flirting with people. <laughs> and oh, so, yeah. And so I'd be like, wait, no, like, he, he just said that, uh, oh, hey, you, you haven't seen Blazing Saddles? Um, <laughs> and so I thought, yeah, it'd be fun to go over and watch Blazing Saddles. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a flirt. And he's like, no, I'm just, <laughs> just doing that. Um, <laughs> but, but, but anyway, anyway. Uh, okay, and so then, yeah, like Libra, what is, what is Libra? What sort of animal is a Libra? That don't make no sense. It's a scale. It's Ugh. a scale. It's a scale to weigh things. Which, and, okay. The, the uh, dumbest one on here, except for the one that can't get fucked. Like, 
Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh, but also petition to change Libra to, I guess, Arctos to like the bear. The bear. Um, well, actually, that's a good that's a good goddamn question. When when does the Big Dipper um, first appear? Because isn't that also like around the same time? I want to say. No, isn't that the point of the Big Dipper? Because it always points to the North Star. Well, the well, yeah, uh, uh, part of it does. But when does it when does it first kind of start rising? Because I thought it's around. I thought it's around that time. Oh hell, I have no idea. Because um, I always thought it was like, um, is it is it summer or ah oh, God? See now, this is my bad astronomy, uh, as opposed to astrology. Uh, and you know we should point out too. You know, this mm-hmm. is an important breaking point that we should point out. Um, this was especially right now with the Greeks. This was not pseudoscience like before with the Babylonians, where it was a, a method of predicting the future and like you know try trying to get a grasp of what would come to you. The Greeks used it medicinally, like mm. based upon your like your your symbol, your sign, and you know what element you were born under. That would affect your health, like, your entire time. So just like now, as you go to the doctor and go, oh, yeah, my old man, you know, had diabetes. Like, you go, oh, yeah, I'm a Libra, but my mom was a Capricorn. Is that a problem? And the doctor looks at your tablet and goes, ooh, yeah, that's going to be bad. But, yeah. Like, it was more scientific than it was uh, pseudoscientific. Apparently, spring and summer evenings in the Northern Hemisphere, the Big Dipper is at its highest. Okay, well, maybe that doesn't that's... help. Well, because I was also yeah, seeing, it's like, always out, right? And, and and I guess that that's also what I'm seeing too. And it's and it's yeah, most obvious. It's yeah, it's at its <laughs> highest in spring summer. Okay, so I guess I'm way off there. We can't necessarily call, or we we can put, still petition to change Libra to Arctus um, and make it the the bear, um, but we can't tie it to to the Big Dipper necessarily. It could um, have been worse. It could have been like, ah, yes, there's Libra, the swan. Like, it could have oh, been yeah. so much. It's okay. Like, <laughs> there's lots of cool constellations we True. got that didn't get used for the zodiac. So. True. I. Th- that said, um, in in this household, we are Cygnus uh, stands. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, next up is Scorpio, October 24th through November 22nd. Uh, determined and forceful, emotional and intuitive, powerful and passionate, exciting and magnetic, uh, but also jealous and resentful, compulsive and obsessive, secretive and obstinate. Um. Uh, my mom and my grandmother both. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't have to tell you how uh, obstinate and stubborn Greek women can be. <laughs> Maybe I do. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. But also faithful and loving, you know. Yeah, exactly. Faithful yeah. and loving. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sagittarius, November twenty third to December twenty second. Optimistic and freedom loving, jovial and good humored, honest and straightforward, intellectual, intellectual and philosophical. But they are also blindly optimistic and careless, irresponsible and superficial, tactless and restless. Um, Johnny is a Sagittarius. Oh, he's a Sagittarius. Yeah. My youngest sister uh, is also a Sagittarius. That's pretty, that's pretty funny. Do those uh? Does that stick with her? I, I, yeah, I think it. I think it tracks, for the most part. 
Okay. Well, he kind of tracks there. Uh, and Sagittarius is the archer, sometimes even mm-hmm. depicted as like a centaur archer guy. But I think I think it's just like archer. Um, he was anyway. a centaur, right? Uh, I didn't. Like he I've, trained somebody. Wasn't that a thing? Sagittarius trained somebody to do. So- I. It, that's the other thing. Is all these things did something with the thing that did the other thing? Right. Yeah. Or they're chasing. Like, yeah, they're like chasing this other thing across the sky. Yeah. 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 Um. Not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll. I'll have to. I'll have to do some double checking here. But um, okay. Okay. Uh, next up is Capricorn. Uh, December 23rd through January 20th. Uh, Capricorn being the goat. Uh, Practical and prudent. Ambitious and disciplined. Patient and careful. Humorous and reserved. uh, Pessimistic and fatalistic. Wiserly. Or no, miserly. God damn, do I need new glasses? (laughs) Wiserly. (laughs) Wiserly. What a this guy. Miserly (laughs) and grudging. Um, I don't know anybody. Well, well I used only... to date a Capricorn. Um, I okay. was gonna say though, I'm reminded not to skip mm-hmm. it, but like, um, hey, what's Capricorn, Josh? A goat? What's that? Is that Yulapuki? <gasps> oh, hey, look at, <laughs> look at that! I don't know. Twenty well, third to twentieth. I was also gonna say, um, maybe even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was this a Capricorn? Which would be really weird because <laughs> Satan is usually depicted as a goat, like it the five-pointed goat of Mendes. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows, man? <laughs> uh, Aquarius. <laughs> wrapping him up here. Aquarius, the water bearer, January 21st to February the 19th. Friendly and humanitarian, honest and loyal, original and imaginative, independent and intellectual. They are interactable and... Er, yeah, right? Inter- yeah, okay. In, in, Interactable and contrary, yeah. perverse mm-hmm. and unpredictable, unemotional and detached. Um, I don't know Aquarius's. Yeah, Aquarii. Yeah, I don't think I know any either. Hmm. Um, and Aquarius being the the water carrier, the water bearer. Yeah. Dude, dude with the he's 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 the water boy. <laughs> Is Adam Sandler friendly and humanitarian, honest and loyal, original and inventive? Well, no, no, because the third one down says uh, original and inventive. Oh, so yeah. That is a hard no, no to yeah. Adam Sandler. It's hard no. Hard no for Adam Sandler, though. <laughs> it's churning out the same. But as far as. Well, okay, no, I was going to say maybe not even perverse, but unpredictable. No, like just Adam Sandler's. Playing himself, so he and his friends get a, a vacation in Hawaii, paid for by the film studio. Come see Adam okay. Sandler. Okay, anyway, um, and then the last Come one. Come see Adam Sandler in Zodiac. <laughs> so Adam Sandler is the curly-headed fuck water bearer. He's the water boy. Uh, Kevin James is uh, Taurus. Yeah, Kevin James is Taurus. Uh, Chris Rock is Libra because let's face it, he's the most talented. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, Rob Schneider is Scorpion or Scorpio because it's the one you can't say racist. No, yeah, true. So true. we're gonna really like pigeonhole Rob Schneider. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then rounding out the Zodiac uh, all the way to Pisces, February 20th through March 20th. Um, imaginative and sensitive, compassionate and kind, selfless and unworldly, uh, intuitive and sympathetic, escapist and idealistic, secretive and vague, weak-willed and easily led. Uh, my other sister, not my youngest sister, but my middle sister, is a Pisces. Really? Yep. All right. Which, uh, again, maybe some of those, maybe some of those I could see for her. Others not so much, but... Yeah, my granddad's a Pisces, and he's not vague. He always lets you know just what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, he's very yeah. much on point. <laughs> well, so hey, th- th- there it is. We just ran through quickly the twelve zo the twelve zodia, um, uh, twelve little animals plus a set of scales, <laughs> and a couple of human things, I guess. Um, I mean, initial you know, Virgo doesn't have to be human. Well, true, true. Um, well, and also, I and I don't know. You you might be saving this because um, uh, I remember this like was kind of a big thing. Oh God, when was this? Ah, I don't know. Maybe like 2012, something like that. It's like oh, oh no, you're talking about the 13th sign. Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. what is this 13th one? O Ophiuchus. I'm just looking it up now. Ophiuchus. Does it exist? Is it a thing? Because I couldn't. I didn't see much more on that. I mean, it's... Oh, okay, so here's, here's I guess, kind of what, what is maybe going on. Um, and so, right, it was something like, depending on how you divvy up the months, maybe, I guess, sort of like a leap year kind of thing. Maybe there's 12, maybe there's 13, I don't know. Uh, but here is, at least according to yourzodiacsign.com, uh, Ophiuchus, the 13th zodiac sign, this says... Uh, date range November 30th through December 17th. So they're using, what, is that like 27 days? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it says, uh, Ophiuchus represents the courage and perseverance of fighting against death and people under the... Or wait, that doesn't seem right. Fighting against, <laughs> fighting against death and people. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see it. I, okay, of, of fighting against death... And people under the Ophiuchus sign can hardly be defeated. Uh, hold on, I have. I think I have a little, a little. I hear, I hear your Leo ascending into your yeah, house. Yeah, there is, there is a Leo ascending into the Wizard's Tower. Um, hi, hi. You are being a bit of a pill. So, well, actually, when, 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 when were you born, Quince? Would you like, would you like March something? Meow. Yeah, Pisces. Yeah, either Pisces or an Aries. Um, uh, but anyway, okay. So yeah, uh, um, uh the the courage and perseverance of fighting against death. God damn it, Quince. <laughs> no, I know, I know. You just want to play. You just want to play. I know. Okay, well, help me read this. Okay, uh, courage and perseverance of fighting against death and people under the Ophiuchus sign can hardly be defeated. Being loyal and steady, they have a strict standard on the good and the evil. In addition, Ophiuchus people have their own ideal uh, and goal and always stride forward to challenges with strong motivation. Um, and it's apparently a dude like holding a snake. <laughs> um, okay. It's a constellation consisting of two, uh, the Ophiuchus and the Serpens. Um, 
People under the sign have an entangled character, just like the war between Ophiuchus and Serpent. Sometimes they're rational and sometimes sensitive, sometimes philanthropic and sometimes indifferent. Uh, that's why they often wonder whether they're like a Scorpio or a Sagittarius. Um, so I guess, I don't know, I, I guess sort of like evil Gemini. Like, okay, okay. Um, they can be calm, thinking, aggressive, shrewd, attentive, cold, and mysterious. At the same time, they're similar with Sagittarius in terms of passion, insight, and making unremitting efforts to achieve their goal. So yeah, I guess sort of like the yin and yang, like super loyal, or I guess even like maybe like the Rorschach of, uh, yeah, to like use the Watchmen kind of character. Yeah. Maybe maybe something like that. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it, it seemed like it was. It was like, yeah, it was like 2013 or something like that. And uh, Ophiuchus, like people were chatting, chatting this up. It was like, did you know the 13th? Zodiac sign, but then I think we all promptly forgot about it. I th- I think we all just agreed it didn't exist. Yeah, like we're just like no, yeah. no, there's... just like yeah, you're not special. Get back in your Sagittarius. Okay, all right, out, out you go, out you go. Come on, all right. Okay, Leo <laughs> descending now. <laughs> Leo, Leo in retrograde. Goddamn sweet little quince. Um, okay, anyway, sorry. Sorry. Anyway, um, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> zodiac signs as to the Greeks and what it did and meant to them. We should also point out, um, again, 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 all of this is super important to the people at the time. Um, hey, Josh, why couldn't the Spartans go to war against the Persians? Uh, because there was the religious holiday, the Carnea? Carnea? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because there was a fucking... Because the stars said, don't do it. Like, because of timing and position based on the stars, we said, no, you can't. Like, all these little things. Alexander the Great was notorious for having his zodiac red. Cleopatra Hmm. was notorious for believing or, like, following it. But also, she had this, like, grand mural painted of her interacting with the zodiac. It's apparently this, like, great wonder. My point is... It was a huge damn deal, like, yeah. and, it, but again, I, because I, I can't cheap it enough too. how, like, it's literally the same today as it was back then, because I'm sure back then people gave the exact same amount of credit as well as the, like, lack of credit that we do today, you know? You and yeah. I could be, like, on a street in Athens, like, getting our little horoscope scrolls and reading them and laughing about it and going, ha, 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 of course bad times are coming. The Spartans are right there. Like, Mm. there could be that, or it's us going, oh, God, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. The... Uh, As Gemini ascends, well, maybe the the time for peace will come and the Spartans will leave. Like, it's... It's such a big part of it, and I, I don't know. I... Because as much as I want to just dismiss it outright as this is stupid and humans are stupid, it's not, and we're not. You know what I mean? Right, and and it is. It it, it is both that yeah that that boy howdy are we great at reading signs and when they actually when when the map actually correlates with the territory, um, then yeah we build rockets and go to the moon, um, but if we realize like oh no wait shit this isn't wait a sec. Um, these like stars that, yeah, they happen to coincide with the like growing season and when the summer and winter comes, uh, but does that necessarily mean that like a person who's born under these signs 
Yeah, it's going to be like a hero or on the other hand going to be a villain. Yeah, that's where it kind of falls apart. Uh, <clears throat> just other other couple quick things. Now I'm definitely rolling yep. my eyes here. Because yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently there's also a 14th Zodiac sign. <laughs> if 13, okay. Yeah, if 13 isn't enough um, that we, uh, again, I'll probably forgot about now. Apparently the 14th one is uh, Ketus, C-E-T-U-S. Okay. And this looks like a like a hippocamp, like a like a, like a seahorse kind of thing, like a water horse kind of. Yeah, yeah, like a water horse kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and this is apparently again, it's it's still around the same time. Like people are like fucking with the Pisces, just like stop fucking with Pisces. This is apparently March twenty first through the twenty eighth. One week. You get you have one week to be a Kestis? <laughs> no, not a Kestis. That's the boxing glove things. <laughs> the boxing glove? You're gonna be a Roman boxing glove? <laughs> oh Josh, there's the fifteenth. It's the yeah, uh, the, the net. Holy I'll shit. be damned. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, and the sixteenth, the scythe chariot. <laughs> okay, alright. I'm I'm over this. This is very silly. No, 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 wait, what is it? I want to know. You can't just like leave well, me well, so unsatisfied. But it, it it also it also says like next to nothing though. Um, it, it, it so, okay, so any... it's one week in March. Yeah, so it's apparently one, one week in March, and it doesn't say anything about, like, your personality. It says, uh, 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 again, this is yourzodiacsign.com. Uh, one of the equatorial constellations is a large constellation across the equator, is located south of Aries and Pisces between er- Eridanus and Aquarius. But it does, it, it just, like, it, it, and then it only says, like, where to find it in the sky. It doesn't say, um... Hmm. Oh, you're lousy in bed, or, <laughs> or anything like that. Um, so okay, I'm I'm over that. Fuck that. That's okay. Stupid. Okay. Um, Good enough. <clears throat> uh, but also, speaking of the Greeks and kind of right, going to war, religious observations, things like that. Um, I think this is also very fitting. Um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite Greek tragedies of all time. Um, Agamemnon by Aeschylus uh, starts off with a little bit of astrology slash astronomy. Um, okay. So the story is the Trojan War has been going on for, for many years now. Um, and back in Argos, where King Agamemnon uh, rules, um, he has set up this system where when they finally win the war, they're going to light a series of like beacons of like torches that'll like, and and, and so that way the mess, the, the message faster than any ship could row, the message will get back to Argos. Um, again, sort of like Lord of the Rings and like, you know, like, mm-hmm. but instead of Gondor calls for aid, it's, uh, Hey, we finally taken Troy. Um, <laughs> we won. We, yeah, we, we, we won. And so the play opens with the sort of night watchman sitting on the palace roof for like 10 years, for, for like 10 years, uh, looking for these beacons. And he has this nice little opening monologue. Um, and just again, because I love showing off, I'll read the first few lines in Greek and then I'll read an English translation uh, by H.W. Smythe. Um, Theus heteras mekas Stegais atredon ankathen kunas dikain. Astron. Hey, I know that word. 
Astron katoida nukteron homegurin, caitus perontas kema kai theros protois lamprus dinastas, emprepontas aetheri, asteras hotanthinoisin antolas teton. And this goes a little something. So here's the like night watchman. Uh, and he's saying, Release from this weary task of mine has been my plea to the gods throughout this year's long watch, in which, lying upon the palace roof of the Atreidae, um, the sons of Atreus, Agamemnon and uh, Menelaus, bent upon my arm like a dog. And here it is. I have learned to know well the gathering of the night's stars, those radiant potentates, uh, conspicuous in the firmament, bringers of winter and summer to mankind, the constellations when they rise and set. God damn. So that's, yeah, that's baller. So he opens up I like, man, that. yeah, he opens up like, man, I've been up on this roof an entire year looking for the beacons. And he goes on to the beacons later. But he's like, and I know all of these stars. I know all, yeah, the, uh, the Lamprus Dinastas, the like shining dynasties. They, yeah, the like shining dynasts, the like shining mm-hmm. lords who 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 bring to mortals, uh, winter and summer. So stinking cool. Um, great, yeah, that's great. But anyway, sorry, sorry, I got horned up for no for tragedy. <laughs> not not at all. Never never apologize for that one. I'm always I'm always about I'm always about getting horned up for those. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I get a boner from being sad. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> well, y- you know what else I see, uh, kind of, yeah, on the horizon, uh, from my many years of studying the astral signs. Um, uh, what's that? It's time for another drink. So, <laughs> um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just sticking with blue moon here. Uh, and I, I, I don't know, maybe I'll try not to go through that six pack of whatever, um, the Mrs. Wizard picked up, so I can I, I can actually report back on what it is. But but for right now, okay. all signs point to Blue Moon. Like you know that game Grumps, uh, the fake laughter video, and like oh yeah, <laughs> when they get going, but then like they're joking, but then it cracks them up, and like they actually yeah. break character because they're laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like with you. I was like, okay, all signs. Ha ha, Josh, fuck you. And then I was like, ha, 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 that is funny. God damn it. It's really funny. Now it's in my head. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sticking with Blue Moon, too. Yeah. I see a Blue Moon horizon. I see, I see heartburn on the way. <laughs> Don't drink uh, wheat beers tonight. Uh, it's not gonna treat you right you can't drink wheat bears you old man <laughs> well i think i mentioned there was another time where we drank blue moon um and i shared the story times, that yeah, yeah like yeah or, yeah or e- e- even a couple yeah and i mentioned that the mrs wizard always gets headaches uh for some for some weird reason so yeah when she was dropping these in the fridge she's like these are all you josh i can't help you out with these it's like, oh, oh, don- oh man, ah, oh, shucks. Um, <laughs> guess I just have to drink this all by myself. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so, okay, so zodiac, astrology. So zodiac, yeah, zodiac kind, with kind the Greeks. 
Yeah. Um, Greeks were all about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greeks were so about it that there was another group that became about it. Who's that? That's right, the Romans, because they couldn't think of anything on their own. <laughs> they saw the Greek zodiac and went, oh, that's cool. We're just going to control C and then control V and erase yeah. that watermark there. And there we go. Uh, the Romans literally adopted all of the Greek zodiac traditions and didn't really add anything of their own. They, mm. But they started to get more away from the like medical side of it and decided that tr- it was like you were saying, where like truly great men could be born under stars, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not to say that like... Because we have so far been kind of just like yada yada and we will continue to yada yada. Um, mm. But really with the Romans, I kind of feel like is when astrology kind of started to get its first detractors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, most notably was Cicero. And his biggest point was saying how people who have the same um, natal chart, their lives can uh, cha- their lives can differ drastically. Mm. So, like... Um, case in point, um, ASAP Rocky and I have the same natal chart, and I'm crushing it, and let's look at that nerd. Like, come on now, guys. <laughs> 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 oh, that's too funny. <laughs> but like a wave of molasses going down a Boston street, <laughs> the practice of astrology persisted into the medieval period. Um Especially with the flourishing Muslim religion. Holy shit. The Muslims were wacky for, we need to be clear here, astronomy. But to that end, they were also wacky for astrology. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The Caliph al-Mansur of Baghdad created the first ever um, astronomic center in the city of Baghdad in the late 700s, common era. And with this, he really cemented like, we're looking at like, so where it used to be, we're going to go get, not get high. We're going to go up high. We're going to go get high up on a mountaintop and look at stars. And maybe we're going to hot box with the Scythians before we do it and look at the stars. (laughs) You know, you know, just to take the kind of edge off, whatever, maybe see, maybe see Taurus, the bull just a little clearer, but, um, really this was the first time that we had devoted site, a, a devoted site, at least in the Western world to observing the heavens. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That is honestly, that, just real quick kind of. Yeah, right. sure, that, sure. That, that, that's one that's kind of been on my mind. Because, like, of course, we get horned up for Greece and Rome. And then we try to, like, yeah, uh, pay respects to Japan and China and India and, and the Americas. I think, I think perhaps, you know, maybe, maybe this is in season six or maybe not. But maybe, like, all the, like, really amazing, cool things that also like still with stay with us today. Um, that yeah have like come out of like the Muslim world and like Muslim scholars. Like, mm-hmm. oh baby, that would be that'd be a great episode because like algebra, chemistry, astronomy, geometry. Like, uh, one of the reasons why we're like so sure that we have like oh yeah here's a bunch of Plato's writings that okay sure they got like lost or burned or whatever. Um, but hey, there were also like translations of them into Arabic. Uh, right, we can like kind of cut. So, so yeah, like may, maybe put a pin in that because oh man, there's some super absolutely, cool stuff. absolutely, dude, like, super cool stuff. Like how the Muslims, like or like how the Muslim world changed the modern world and like affected it. Yeah, like oh baby, yeah. Good and stuff. we don't give it enough credit either. We really, you don't, yeah. we don't give it any credit whatsoever. And it's like, n- no, they, 
They were yeah. there. They were. They were. Boy, goddamn, were they were there. Boy, howdy, were they there. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, sorry, sorry. No, 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 uh, not at all. Thank you. Um, speaking of Muslims, who does, who does everybody get more sick of than the Muslims? That's right, the Christians, especially during the goddamn Dark Ages. So while the Muslims were building, you know, devoted sites to mm-hmm. studying the stars, uh, Christians were playing in the dirt and shitting on themselves and dying in mass. <laughs> Another thing that they were doing was denouncing um, astrology. One of the big mm. poo-pooers of it was Thomas Aquinas. Ah, uh, yeah. He's called it um, a sin. That's right, Josh, a sin. Who could have seen that one coming? Around mm. the 420s, blaze it. Um, <laughs> however, um, around 1010, uh, the first ever text on astrology was written. It's the uh, uh, the Liber Planetis at Mundi. Klein Batars, I don't know, by Gerbert of Aurelier. So this was like the first like text that got printed and distributed. Uh, mm. Following that, in 1138, Ptolemy's second century book of the Tetra of the Tetra Bibles or te- sorry, Tetra Bibleus, it was republic or it was reprinted from the original Latin once again into the common like everything. So like you're saying with like the Muslims translating the old Greek into Arab. Well, here we got this ancient ass Roman text about astrology. Ah, that's so cool. So stinking cool. It's super cool. It's so, so cool. God, I fucked up. St. Augustine poo-pooed it. My bad. Thomas Aquinas liked it. Thomas Aquinas equated astrology to like, because he was a big follower of uh, Aristotle. And Aristotle's belief in astrology also dictated medicine. Mm-hmm. And so in the same way, Thomas Aquinas said, oh, well, we can look at star charts and still be Christians and just kind of use it for medical purposes. So he kind of like tried to help it, but it was still a sin. Don't mistake that it's still a sin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> more texts about it were written and then the art, quote unquote, expanded. Mm. Um, but there were still people decrying it, like everybody's favorite meanie, Martin Luther, who said it was what, Josh? That's right. More blasphemy. Because only God can dictate the events of a man's life, and man is not to know the events of man's life because God or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was all until, like, the Renaissance. When the true wizard John Dee really established how... So, where, like, the astrologers used to be, like, the ancient priest kings of Babylon Babylon and stuff, and, like, you know, spend meticulous time reading the stars and, like, king-making and stuff. Well, John Dee did the exact same thing. Kind of, sort of. He went up to um, Elizabeth, who's, at the time, sister Queen Mary I was sitting on the throne, and probably going to kill Elizabeth to strengthen her, you know, position to keep the throne. Mm Mm-hmm. John D. read, first he read Elizabeth's star chart and said that her chart saying that she was not fit to rule was not only incorrect, he then reread Mary's and said, well, Mary's going to die real soon. And guess who mysteriously died real soon? That's right, the Queen Mary. And Elizabeth then ascended to the throne and then put John D. at her right hand because John D. essentially forecasted her into power. Isn't that, isn't that odd? Isn't that it's odd? So that odd. It's so <laughs> odd, but also we should point out once again, um, astrology and astronomy going hand in hand. Guess mm. who helped Galileo make his first telescopes? Josh, that's right. The wizard, John D. There you go, man. See, it's, yeah. it's all, it's all in a circle. <laughs> it's all a circle. Nostradamus came to power as, 
we all know fucking Nostradamus. Oh my God, yeah. we know Nostradamus. Yeah. You and I grew up in a time when History Channel ran nothing but Nostradamus's <laughs> darkest predictions. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I forgot the name Nostradamus and saw it when I was like, you know, kind of putting together this outline, and I got triggered by the name, and I was like, no, you don't, you dirty fuck, no, you don't. <laughs> um, he came to power in 1566. <laughs> When he predicted the the death of Catherine de Medici's husband Henry II, and guess who died? And then guess who is now a playable character in Civ? Because it's yeah. not Henry II, but it is Catherine de Medici. <laughs> Actually, there there has to be a mod out there somewhere that, that yeah, like her unique leader of, of, of ability is like nostradamus's quatrains or something like that where it's like oh i, I can like peer four turns in into the future um <laughs> let's see what's gonna happen <laughs> so glossing over again a ton of history into the modern quote-unquote age astrology got another huge boost in the 1800s when we all collectively as you know white folks who were richer than the poor folks devoted all of their time into the occult, they got really back into astrology and the reading of charts. Mm. Um, it continued to help world leaders because this whole time world leaders have been relying on it. And it honestly kind of grosses me out the more. So, okay. And, and I keep, I think this might be the point that I'm trying to wrap around to, and I can't quite articulate this whole time. Mm. So, you know how, of course, Santa Claus is real. Yeah. Of course, astrology is real because if it isn't, we have let it dictate so many choices and so much of human history is predicated on this shit that we're all fucking idiots. So, of course, astrology is real. Well, and I was even just going to say even more kind of at a banal level. um, How many people hooked up in the 70s with like, hey, what's your sign? And like that was enough for them to like do the dirty and how many of them like got married or how many of them had like out of wedlock kids like who knows man like just based on this hey what's your sign um yeah that that whole so yeah of course astronomy is real and it is it's also like i'm not gonna go full martin luther here but it's also yeah kind of ooky spooky and like hey man you shouldn't be like doing too much into you shouldn't be putting too much stock into what's your star chart or um yeah is venus in retrograde or whatever um but yeah of course astrology is real (laughs) yeah i yeah you know who else thought it was real was the founding fathers like ben franklin who had his charts read constantly, and Thomas Jefferson, who who dictated policy based on his star charts, and James Madison, whose wife, Dolly Madison, who also, I never realized how hot Dolly Madison is. Guys, go look up Dolly Madison. Ooh, Crazy okay. hot. I'm sorry. You know what? Just goes to show, fucking some plain white chick gets into astrology, gets vaguely witchy, super hot. That's what it is. She's using <laughs> astrology to ma- make up for personality. <laughs> um, no, Dolly Madison was apparently like a very, you could call passable astrologer. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like in her own right, which is insane to me. Um, I know, I know, I know the founding fathers, you might as well call them Nazis for the way that they, you know, treated the Americans and the native Americans. Well, 
That's okay, because real Nazis did too. Yeah, actually, most Nazis. of Hitler's cabinet, most of Hitler's cabinet was way too goddamned into astrology. Um, like even so much so that like when so part of okay so you know the night of the long knives when they went through and mm-hmm. kind of purged the nazi party a big yeah. part of that was a deal called axion hess where hitler went through and purged anybody who was just a little bit too ooky spooky and too into the occult within the nazi party mm. but once again so like the the unifying rule for the nazi party is all these rules apply to you unless you're hitler hitler Still got his charts read constantly. Hitler was still crazy, witchy, and ooky spooky. So much so that he had his, like, personal chart reader in the fucking bunker with him when he died. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. It's insane. Like... (sighs) That is. That is. Just still rocketing forward. In the 1970s... So Isabel Perón ascended to the Argentinian throne after her husband died, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe you shouldn't have, like you know, policy based on astrology, but you also shouldn't have policy based on, you know, oh, my husband did it so I can do it too because she didn't know anything. So she turned to her personal astrologer, Lopez Rega, who puppet controlled the Argentinian government. Oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. Like, I have had zero experience being, uh, yeah, the head of a nation state. If playing lots of Sid Meier's civilization does not count. Um, but that also seems like a, that seems like a pretty easy no brainer there. Like, don't just turn it over to your astrologer. I, I almost want to look more into this guy because everything I saw, um, every article I read about him quoted him as the Argentinian Rasputin. (laughs) I think that's how I paid rent last month was doing the old Argentinian (laughs) Rasputin. Hey, what's in your wizard's what's in your wizard's cup? Oh, I got an Argentinian Rasputin. Argentinian Rasputin. Listeners, what is in our wizard's cup? That's right, an Argentinian Rasputin. You tell us what that is. Consult the stars; they will tell you. <laughs> Consult the stars. Oh God. And so now we're rounding into the modern age. Um, and uh, well, I I think I might have forgotten uh, uh somebody who. Who liked astrology uh, and jelly beans? Oh, what's that? Oh, oh, Nancy. Ah, time froze again. It's that damn Steve Smith. Oh, that's right. We all know how bad Reagan was oh, with God. goddamn astrology. Um, not really, not unlike uh, Lopez Rega. Uh, Carl, or sorry, Carol Ryder was the Reagan's personal astrologer. See. Like, as as much as everybody, like, as much as, like, all the GOP types love to, like, ah, we need to bring bring back Reagan and, ah, he'd, he'd, he'd turn this country around, like, okay, do you want his astrologer, too? Because, like, we can't just, like, brush that under the rug. Um, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, to that end, Donald Trump also got his charts read constantly and used that to influence policy, allegedly. Of course. Yeah. I couldn't find as much about that. I I found one article saying that Trump did that, and I couldn't really corroborate it. But you know what? Of yeah, course he fucking with, did. Well, and also, and, and maybe this was 
going to be a, a point that you're going to make like, okay, yeah, uh, back in Mesopotamia, um, is yeah, like, uh, the, the, the king of kings is sitting on his throne on his like step pyramid. He's like, ah, yes, bring me the court astrologer. Um, and then, yeah, there's some dude kind of hunched over like, oh, sire, we need to, uh, or whatever. Um, and yeah, 4,000 years later, still doing the same goddamn thing. <laughs> well, now they're hot. Now they're hot and they don't wear bras and they also don't shave their armpits. And I don't care. That's cool. I'm into yeah. it. But like, <laughs> man, I, and that's my problem. Like really. I, so that's it. That's Western astrology. Uh, we could talk about Chinese a little bit if, yeah. if you wanted to, um, maybe, but yeah. Do, or, or I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Well, I don't know well, well, where could... you're at, but Yeah. Well, I, I think we could kind of dip, we could, we could maybe kind of dip a toe in and then maybe come back uh, for like, maybe not a two-parter, but like an eventual sequel. Um, because also coming up uh, is the uh, Chinese Lunar New Year, because that's what, the like 20th, something like that? I, yeah, I think so. I think, I think that's what it is. Uh, uh, bu- 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 uh, Okay, come on, Google, don't don't fail me now. Uh uh 20 22nd. Okay, 22nd. Okay, okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. So so this episode's going to be coming out. Yeah. Not yeah, like shortly before that. Shortly before that. So I think it almost also... like I consulted the stars to decide when this episode should be released. <laughs> I am a wizard. <laughs> oh god, that's awesome. Um <laughs> Well, um, okay, so so also, yeah, so from what I understand, there is Chinese Zodiac as it's, mm-hmm. I guess, somewhat like, not anas- anachronistically, but maybe like mis- mischaracteristically called, something like that. But then, I don't know, kind of yes, kind of no. And there's, but, but there, so like we're familiar with the ones or probably like because we saw the paper placemats at all the Chinese restaurants that we ate at growing <laughs> yeah. up. Um, so yeah, there's the one based on years, right? But apparently there's also one based on months too. Um, okay. And so those kind of like combine or, or something like that too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so this upcoming one um, that yes, uh, uh, will will begin. We have a new uh, uh, season here, a new cycle. January twenty second. We said mm-hmm. um, it's going to be the year of the rabbit. You're the rabbit, okay? And I'm really jazzed because I'm a rabbit. Um, oh shit! Yeah, because it's because it's like twelve twelve signs, uh, one each year, and so yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll be turning thirty six. And I don't know if that has any special significance other than like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a rabbit born in the year of the rabbit. But uh, yeah, so that I'm looking forward to that. And there's a whole, right, there's also a whole, whole entire goddamn like compatibility sort of thing with that. Um, do you know what, what your Chinese zodiac sign is? Or, uh, I'm a dragon. I, you're a dragon? Yeah. Holy, holy shit. No way. Yeah. Oh, you so yeah, you you and uh, Mary, my youngest sister, you were both dragons. How about that? That's oh my fun. god! How old is Mary? Am I twelve years older than Mary? 
Yeah, I guess I have to be right. I guess yeah. I have to be right. Right. Yeah, you have to. You have to be. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. So there you go. There you go. Uh, see, see, uh, Josh, uh, the zodiac uh, astrology. It lets you understand deeper, more personal truths about yourself, like how fucking old you are. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, no, that is truly it. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, and, and I think, oh God, can I pull this up? Because I, I, I was looking this up the other, yeah, just this morning. Because uh, there was one, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. There, there, there's like, there, there's also like specifically a compatibility thing. Yeah. Uh, with like, oh, uh, if you're born in this, yeah, like if you're a rabbit, then you like get along well with these people. Uh, and you get along best with these other people, uh, or a- avoid these. Let me let me see if I can find it here because I so in order apparently in order. Uh, it goes rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, pig. Um, and apparently. Yeah, like, quote-unquote, the first one is the rat. Um, yeah. And there's all sorts of, like, yeah, like, kind of fun children's stories about, like, all of the animals gathered together, and there's a big contest to see who was going to be the first, and it was between the rat and the ox, and the rat, or the mouse, as it's sometimes translated to. Um, yeah, use some, I don't know, use some sort of thing. So he got in first, and so on, and so on, and so on. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so... Um, uh, for me as a rabbit, uh, my compatibility grid, I get along best. I'm most compatible. Tigers, monkeys, dogs, oxes, horse, rats, and snakes. Uh, I should avoid the rooster. And I should especially avoid any dragons. <gasps> oh, shit. Look at that. <laughs> and then for you, Mark... You, as a dragon, you apparently get along best with rats, monkeys, and other dragons. Because I think, you know, that's what they say. So my brother is a monkey, to be fair. Oh, look at that. Okay, fair enough. And I don't get along with Dan, so bear that as you will. Oh, okay. Well, see, again, (laughs) take all this this with whatever... Well, I was going to make a joke, but maybe that's... Grain of MSG. Oh, okay. You said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, you tell me where that's wrong because I guarantee you every American based knowledge of the Chinese zodiac comes from a goddamn placemat on a Chinese food restaurant <laughs> or at a Chinese food restaurant, like where you eat MSG and you get a headache because yep. you ate too much food, and your mom goes, "That's the MSG; it's bad for you," and you believe that like wonderful little flavor is bad for you when it's not. He's just there to help you. You just yeah. need to drink more water. Anyway, well, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then you also get along. With um, tigers, snakes, horses, goats, pigs, ox, and rooster. Uh, you should avoid dogs. And you should, again, this this is so strange. You should especially avoid rabbits. Hmm. That is Which, yeah, really weird. That is, that is really weird. Um, but, uh, see, but I don't know. I think, I think, I think this might be a different one, too. Because so right, I mentioned my youngest sister was also a um, was also a dragon, uh, and our mom had the 
zodiac sign of uh, the dog. And dogs mm-hmm. and dragons, they're they're not like super terrible, but and like my mom was so freaked out about that. She's like, my my youngest daughter is, and I don't think she's playing it up. Of course, it's like she she's gonna be a dragon and I'm a dog and. It's just like, no, 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 mom, it's fine. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. <laughs> you know, and for whatever it's worth, uh, my mom is a rabbit, too. Oh, okay. And I okay. love my mama, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, yeah, it's a very silly thing. Um, let's see, okay, so then, yeah, uh, my dad is a rooster. Um, and I think my middle sister is also a rooster, if I remember correctly. I think she is, yeah. Um, that's neat. That's kind of neat how it's like generational. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my brother is, what is he? I think he's a rat. That's right. He was a rat. And we'd always, again, sort of like gently tease him about, about being a rat. Um, yeah, I'm a rabbit. Something like that. Uh, said my mom was a dog. And then the other one that was really funny that we would always just kind of laugh and laugh about is, my maternal grandpa was apparently a monkey. Um, mm, okay. And so, again, get the whole kind of extended family, go to Hunan's, goddamn Hunan's, and Alamosa. Yeah. And, right, like, as all the grandkids and my cousins are, are like that, it's like, we say, like, oh, yeah, and Papo's a monkey. And he would, like, take his glasses off and kind of puff his cheeks out and pull his ears forward, and he'd make a monkey face. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, good good memories. <laughs> oh boy, that's too funny. Uh, well, and then my my Mrs. Wizard, she is she's a tiger because she is born the year ahead of me. Oh um, okay. And so yeah, and yeah, we're like real. We're really? not like interest. I didn't I didn't know Christine was older than you. Huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry that 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 was a me thought. Sorry, I was no like, no no. Oh, it's fine. Well, and it's it's also funny too because like she and I we're, we're born precisely six months apart. Oh wow! Because I'm because I'm early August and she's early October, and so we're like exactly six months apart. Um, which yeah, that's also kind of weird, kind of weird to think about too. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, and it, and yeah, right, mine's and there's a snake. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait! So you're a snake. No, Amanda's a snake. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah you, yeah, yeah. yeah, then you two should get along just fine. Um, <laughs> I think we do. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and there's so much more. So, like, because I'm also, I'm, I'm looking at another one, uh, because I was specifically born, um, uh, yeah, April of '87. So that even makes me specifically a fire rabbit, because yeah, not only because you get your sign too. Right, there's like the animal, but then there's also like the elemental one as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and it is, man. So yeah, I think I think we we would not be doing our duty as wizards if we didn't at least kind of like hint at the Chinese zodiac. But yeah, there's like just a whole bunch more to like kind of get into. Uh, yeah, that's the cool thing is like because with the Chinese, it rock paper scissors into the signs. So what it's like? Yeah, wood goes to fire, fire goes to water, water goes to. Oh, I uh, forget, but it ends on gold. Yeah, yeah. Or no, no it ends on it ends on iron. It ends on iron. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and that's 
Yeah, it's like that kind of the same type of cycle deal. But it's also neat because they have the five elements versus like the Western, or like with the Greeks with the four elements. Yeah, right. See, oh yeah. man. Ooh, yeah, that would be a good one too. Because that also, right, kind of like governs a bunch of uh, feng shui kind of stuff too. Like, if the Listeners, join us in a month when Josh and I delve into Baji and talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, wait, so you're you're a dragon. Yes, I'm a dragon. Okay, let's see if I. So you are, you're an earth dragon, even specifically. I was heard I was a wind dragon. I don't know, but yeah, I'll take earth dragon. I don't know. I've been told I'm a lot of things too. Okay, let's talk about that really quick. What have you been yeah. told? You ever got anything done? Um, I dated a girl from okay. a part of the state that is, we'll call it more hippy dippy. Yes. And so like, her mom was really into this, and she ran my shit. Mm-hmm. And she even did like the like meditative thing, like touch my crown, touch like oh, the cool. palms of my feet. Yeah. And she she said that I was in contrast because I was supposed to be an air dragon, but all I had was fire. And I okay, so I shit you not. She said mm-hmm. all she said I had an abundance of fire, and she made a point to try and seal the fire because the fire was too much or some shit. I don't know. Mm. And, See, in, and in the moment, and even right now, I'm a thousand percent into believing the idea is fine. But but ever since then, I can tell you that my magic hasn't quite been right since I don't yeah. know, 2010. Like remember Dude. how fucked up I remember yeah. how good shit was, and then I kind of like wasn't anymore, and like skewed in my path. So I don't know. You, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, I just had a visceral reaction to that because like, who is who is she to try to like? quench your fire like also that like yeah like that was that's how you were born and yeah you go mucking around with that and try to like palpitate your chi or whatever um to try yeah that's kind of that's kind of fucked up man that'd be like oh wait you're a you're you're too much of a rabbit let me just like lop off an ear yeah lop off an ear or or one of your feet or something like no fuck you that's my ear Yeah, I'm a goddamn rabbit. (laughs) So, um, as far as so, I, I did, I did have one kind of like full chart reading. Um, So my Mrs. Wizard's uh, really good friend from college, uh, her uncle. So the Mrs. Wizard's friend's uncle. He was living. Well, I guess still living. Yeah, he still lives in Florida, um, where yeah, they're (laughs) Uh, on. Yes, like, like many great astrologers. Yes, and. Um, where every Sunday night, the whole community walks down to the beach and they have a drumming circle as the sun is setting and. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. so he is in it. He is in it. A clan um, of, wi- a, a clutch of wizards. Yeah. You, you could call him that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so yeah, like one spring break, um, we flew down over there to hang out with the friend uh, and crashed at the friend's uncle's place. Um, yeah, for like for for most of spring break. And, and yeah, there was one night he and he did the whole thing. He like um, uh, started burning the sage and like cleaned the air or something like that. And he did uh, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard. He did mine. And at the time, I was still kind of just like, all right, I'm just you know, I'm not gonna. Be a shit in your cut, um, <laughs> you know. I'm just, I'm just here like that. Um, but, but it was, it was very genuine and very heartfelt. And uh, 
so so like that was neat like that part to like have a person sort of tr- try to make that connection and be like oh yeah i'm seeing this and that makes so much sense even though i've only known you because uh, because i'd met him before and we kind of you know we'd, we'd yeah, they were like chatted before, and and we were there. Right. You know, we were we were there like a couple of days, but still like a new person, but still one that was like learning about me and me. It, it was really special. It was really special to have him come and like yeah, just like give this like really intense focus, and it's like oh yeah, Josh, like this is your sense of humor or this is your creativity because you're in theater and the arts. And it's like oh well, that that kind of warms my heart. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's been, but yeah, that was what like seven years ago, seven eight years ago, something like that. Um, okay. So so yeah, I haven't had any readings since. Um, however, I think however I think you did a little extra kind of legwork, and maybe and maybe you found something for us for you and me um. both. Yeah, yeah. I shook you down for your deets, and I shook me down for my deets, and I plugged them into a website, and I got our actual, like, natal charts, and I sent you yeah. a giant brick of text. Yeah, giant brick of text, which I think, because he also um, he also used a website, and I don't know if it was the same one, but yeah, it was, and it is, it's like, what's your birth day, what's your birth month, birth year, and even, like, time, like, when when you were born, um, timing kind of, is a big deal, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Like also, yeah. I'm sorry. I asked you for your time of birth like three times. I'm a dick. Oh, no, that's okay, man. That's okay. <laughs> I, I need to learn how to read text messages better than I can do. <laughs> no, that's all right. I realized and that so, I was like, oh, you're an ass, Mark. Way to go. Nah, you're fine. You're fine. So so yeah, and and again, I don't think we're gonna read these. I, I'm not gonna verbatim. read the giant brick of mine, but I did kind of find a couple things in here that maybe. So yeah. Um apparent so according to this, uh Libra natives are generally thought to be sociable, somewhat intellectual souls. They have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable. I don't know if that's true about me, but okay. (laughs) Generally, they are quite eager to cooperate. They spend a lot of time trying not to rock the boat. They are peace-loving in practice, though they can stir up all sorts of trouble in their ways. Uh, Libras enjoy balance in their lives. Well, duh, they're stupid scales. They better like it. (laughs) So they seek the middle ground. They're known from comparing and thinking in relative terms instead of in absolutes. Um, so, and this one does get to me because so the the, the website said, um, so the weekend is not a good weekend, but it's a better weekend than last weekend. Mm. So I'm always trying, they're always trying to improve. I see, I see, I see. Um, they have a great need to be part of a group, the wrongest thing I've ever read in my life. They may not think enough and are frivolous. But are generally to be are, are generally likable and highly sociable. Very sensitive to environmental conditions and surroundings. Uh, like to be at home. Have their habits and comforts are very important. They are caring and protective of their loved ones. However, they can be subject to indolence and inertia, and very impressionable, impressionable and sensitive, and has family problems. So yeah, no, that one. Mm. All of that is really kind of too true. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially the uh, subject to inertia. Oh, man. Yeah. I. If yeah. I had a nickel for every time I got halfway through writing an episode and lost the thread and got into something else and scrapped that episode and started a new episode, I'd have a shitload of nickels, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you? Did you find anything, like, 
be yeah. too revealing in your chart. Yeah. So I and again, I, I don't know if we want to go into like about the conjunctions and the trines and. I chose squares. not to. I, I distilled okay. mine down because that shit doesn't make sense to me. Listeners, there's a lot to it. Yeah, I'm doing there's, it there's wrong. a whole lot, and, and I don't even understand. Two Wizards Pods, you one on Twitter. Tell me how badly I shortchanged uh, your side hustle, please. <laughs> right. Or, hey, tell, if, if, if you, you know, want to. Like, that you're qualified to prefer. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Sorry. Yeah, well, I'm getting or, hateful now. No, or if any of our listeners want to, like, we have the technology. We'll, we'll do, like, a virtual live reading, uh, and you can. You can do that to all, or you could, well, I'll just leave that uh, at the side here. Um, but no, there, there were a couple uh, that definitely jumped out to me as well. And I don't know if you skimmed through mine at all, uh, but yeah. I did so, a little bit and had a couple chuckles. Yeah. I'm kind of curious yeah, to see what again, you did. Again, again, again. So see, I am, I am an Aries, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm defined by my ability to take risks and bait and break through the confines that would otherwise hold you back. Maybe I don't know. Um, engaging with a struggle that feels important uh, for you will be key to feeling successful. That I can absolutely agree with. Yeah, like <laughs> any sort of like dumb busy work drives me fucking crazy. Um. Uh. So yeah, uh, Aries are the first to start and the first to finish whatever they set out to do. Diggity. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, and when I was reading that, I was immediately thinking of like all the little timed multiplication quizzes, uh, that they would have us do like third grade and fourth grade. And I was, I was always the first one fucking done. Um, uh, uh, Aries is an active energetic sign. People with sun and Aries are direct, straightforward and uncomplicated. They expect, they expect the same from others and are baffled when they don't always get it. Yep. I'm, I, I wear my heart on my sleeves. Um, I have a terrible poker face. Um, let's just be like, hey, let's just be real with each other. And none of this sneaky fucking whatever stuff. Um, the body comes first with Aries. Sun and Aries people are natural athletes. Well, boy, howdy. <laughs> I don't know, Josh. I don't, I've never known you to be athletic. Yeah, I, yeah uh... that's weird. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, they're not given to long, drawn-out emotional more moments, nor are they big on planning ahead. Nope. <laughs> uh, instead, they live their lives simply. Listeners, go back and listen to all of our Two Hobbits uh, series. <laughs> Man, how many of your Twitter posts are you chilling with a cat and a cup of coffee or tea yeah. or something? Like, Fucking yeah, hey, dude. And like, and I know you, you, people may say like, "Oh, well, okay, Mister just got back from a conference and." Uh, traveling to Europe and and all that, but y- yeah, that's great and all. But at the end of the day, I was like, God, I just want to get back home. I just want to go home yeah. and lie down. Yeah. Um, impatience <laughs> is a definite vice. Yeah, perhaps I don't know, depending on how we define impatience. Uh, and innovation is a huge strength, perhaps. Okay. Uh, Aries love to start anything new. Yes, uh, and they have trouble sitting still. Yes. Um, don't always don't always finish those new things, but hey. Um, Aries generally know what they want, and they know the quickest route to getting it. Kind of, I think. Okay. I, I think I know what I'm. Yeah, I think I know what I'm. Uh, they take shortcuts if they must, but generally everything is above board, underhanded, just isn't their style. And yeah, that's I'm a, 
as we've mentioned time and time again, I was I was scared straight on the playground in second grade, and I've been a little goody two shoes ever since. Um, <laughs> Uh, some Aries people are bold, but even the quieter ones are brave and even plucky in their own way. Independence is their birthright. Nothing plucky. gets them going. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm plucky. I'm plucky. All right. You are. Um, yeah. Nothing gets them going more than a fresh slate, the promise of a new day, and a brand new start. Yep. Which is really challenging as I'm <laughs> slogging away at this dissertation. It's like, no, I just want to do something. Can I? Can I try something new? Can it, so again, I'm having to do all sorts of like weird mental gymnastics. Like, no, it's a, it's a brand new blank page that you get to fill in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Aries enjoy a challenge, and Aries sons, which apparently I, I am too, are happiest when their lives are moving forward and active. There's a childlike quality to all Aries, um, sun people, and it's often quite charming. Well. I won't be the judge if I'm charming or not, but I'm definitely just a little kid. Um, uh, ambitious and self-willed, stubborn, obstinate, and tenacious. Yeah, perhaps. Possible issues, nervousness, impulsiveness, wastefulness, provoking nature, restlessness, and changeability. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and then it goes into, like, right, some really weird... I don't even know what half of this stuff means. Um but yeah, I mean, hey, listeners, you can probably judge better than Mark or I can being, you know, at a slightly more objective level, depending on how many episodes of the Two Wizards podcast you've listened to. Does that, <laughs> does that sound right? Does that track with you? Um, or we're saying like, oh, no, Josh is definitely a, uh, wait, he's an ascendant Scorpio? <laughs> Not even, because I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, do you know what it means? Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe some of you are, are out there that... Uh, I would be curious to know, um, are Josh and I getting it wrong? Did we really miss something about like, no, no, but yeah, sure. Just because you're Libra doesn't mean you're just a lame scale. Really, Libra is code for big dick awesome dude. Like <laughs> Libra? How about... Uh, sorry, I was gonna do it, but I, got you, I was like, "Yeah." Um, I don't know astrology. How does it work? You know, yeah. um, if I can be that guy, I'm gonna be that yeah. guy really quick. Yeah. The, Let's do it. the best way I can I can sort all this out is um, uh, um, the 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 seventh satanic commandment. Mm -hmm. Um, acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after you've called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. To that end, all I'm saying is, yes, astrology is real, and it's a thousand percent sh bullshit. Yeah. Duh, it makes perfect sense, and we need to believe in it a thousand percent. Men, yeah. P.S. Duh, <laughs> don't buy too much into it, because that's yeah. not how you be a fully realized human. But right. I, whatever it is that gets you at, through your day... Mm -hmm. do that so long as it's not hurting people. You know what I mean? And if that's yeah. assuming that that girl at Starbucks was a real cow to you because she's a goddamn Gemini rising and right now Saturn is in retrograde, okay, cool. Yeah. If that's how you get through your day and justify all your shit, then fine. But don't let it make you into a bad person or into a good person either because yeah. like, then you're not a person. Then you're somebody who just 
read a thing and devotes their entire life to just that one idea of a thing, and that's not cool either. I don't know. I'm yeah. rambling. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, no I, Astrology's I think... hard. I <sighs> because it is, and it's that back and forth. The men, the da. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... truly fun, dumb, and informative. If nothing else, I guess, right? Yeah, and you know, we, we were talking about this. So, so when we were in New Orleans. Um, on our extra kind of vacation day, walking around the French Quarter, Bourbon Street, all that stuff. Um, yeah, there were a handful of like palm readers and tarot card uh, uh, readers out there. And I know it's like slightly different than the astrology stuff. But um, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard found a guy uh, and, and she had a tarot card reading. And is there some kind of like cold reading skill involved yeah probably was this guy maybe making some fairly safe assumptions based on ah here's like a mid 30 something woman uh sitting down um and it's like oh you drew the judgment card but that's not a bad it just means that you're wrestling with hard decisions in life well okay sure um Yes, thank you. Yeah. Wow, how did you know? Uh, but but this other thing too, right? Like the idea of whether it's the stars or tarot cards or palm lines or throwing knuckle bones or whatever. Um, the idea of like using some kind of like semi-random event to quote-unquote read patterns into... Uh, to so, so so that you can then sort of like make informed decisions, and you're offloading some of that like psychic pressure of like, ah, general, the enemy army is across the other hill. Do we do we ride out to meet them or do we hunker down? Um, and that's that's a stressful goddamn decision to make. And so you say like, ah, uh, well, uh, what does the auger wrist say? What's the like bird prophecy dude say? And you see, and then that guy is like, ah, oh, shit. Now it's my job to figure out what to do. <laughs> and then you like, yeah, you see like, like a duck flying along, and then it get plucks, it's plucked out of the sky by a hawk. It's like, oh my, oh my lord, this is terrible. No, we we should not ride out and meet them. We should stay here. For if we ride out, you, so it's like it's the idea of like, yeah, you're kind of like fooling yourself. And you know that you're fooling yourself, but that's okay. And I think that's kind of also a, a lot of what astrology has going for it. Like, okay, and, and it is. It's like yeah, like the like chance circumstances of when you were born and what the planets and stars were like with that, and that it somehow tracks with what the planets and stars are like today. What's like? Oh yeah, I yeah had a really shitty day today and I'm stressed out about like getting this promotion um my significant other and I are like going through a hard time ah it's just in the stars and it's not and and I think this is what you're saying too like you'd be taking it too far to like lean too heavily on that and to like completely check out and to like just like put everything like oh no it's blah 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 whatever um but yeah if it is a little if it sparks some introspection if it sparks some reflection, it's like, yeah, I do have this big presentation. Like, yeah, boss asked me to lead the next meeting or whatever. And that's what stressed me. So, like, that's that's where I am like, yeah, if that helps you kind of, if you have to kind of, like, fool yourself 
to like kind of get through the day or to like help you, then sure, yeah, it's okay. Okay. That's that's kind of where I am at least. But I'm also getting soft in my old age because that's what we Aries sons or whatever the fuck I was. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick. Yeah. Um, before we take off, I'm going to read you, according to the New York Post's resident astrologer, oh, what uh, 2023 has for us. All okay, right? yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, brand new year, brand new season two as a podcast. I mean, I hopefully, I have some big stuff kind of coming my way. Hopefully, you have some big stuff coming your way, too. So, what is what is 2023 looking like? This is from uh, Rita Wigel. I hope I'm saying that right. And I'm just going to read from this uh, December 30th, 2022 article from the New York Post. Pluto moves into Aquarius on March the 23rd, 2023. Though it will play retrograde footsie with Capricorn on and off until it finally settles for its uninterrupted two-decade residency on January 21st, 2024, Aquarius is synonymous with revolution, civic change, and our responsibilities as as humans and to humanity. Pluto governs cycles of beginnings and endings. It is the insistence of all signs point to the beginning of a new age of power being held rather than lorded over the collective. Pluto is itself in a, a kind of sickle, removing what rots or restricts. It is the quick cut made in the interest of new growth. The best and only way to make use of these severances is to willingly make sacrifice of the old and surrender to the belief that what is in store is better than before. It is thrilling, it is terrifying, and it is right on time. And you know what? I don't I don't know of a better way to just say this is what I am hoping for with the coming year and our coming sixth season of Two Wizards and yeah. Yeah. No, I think exciting I think and thrilling. Yeah, it's exciting and thrilling. Don't know exactly what it is and that can be kind of unsettling. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that is. I think that is a perfect way to end. And so so we will. We will. I won't go on and on and on and on. <laughs> uh, but tell us, dear listeners, what do you think about this astrology? Um, is this something that you're into? Has it had some meaningful um, impact in your life? Is this something that you kind of consult regularly? Um, do you want to? We can arrange... Uh, uh, either a Skype call or a, or, or a Discord thing. Um, yeah, maybe like... Yeah, tell us. That's yeah, cool. tell, t- t- tell us and, and then we can do a thing where like you can kind of give us more of a... Like a more, I guess, kind of like digitally mediated but still personal uh, uh, star chart reading. So please do that. Um, get in touch with us because we're starting off a, a new year, new season. Um, and we just always love, we always love hearing from you are amazing, awesome listeners. So uh, you can send an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. Find us on Facebook, uh, Two Wizards Podcast. Find us on Instagram. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think that's all of them, right? We're not... Or hey, yeah, yeah. If, if there's this new thing coming up, it's like, oh, guys, hey, it's a new year. Get on, uh, well, probably not t- TikTok. I, 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 We're not going to get TikTok. Don't ask. I, I, we can strike that right off. Um, but anything else, just we always love hearing from you. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at uh, PlaidBarbarian. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to do some more stuff. I'm going to try to be a little more active. Although, although in addition to cat photos, not uh, in replacement of them. Uh, Mark, (laughs) 
What kind of things do you have continuing on into this new year that you want to share with people? Um, continuing on in this new year uh, is the Dangle Podcast, a weekly King of the Hill podcast where me and my buddy Johnny take two episodes of King of the Hill and talk about it and rate and review it. Uh, Josh, oddly enough, so talking about new seasons and also weird, ooky, spooky magic shit, this week's episode is The Witches of Arlen, where oh, Bobby God. becomes a witch with a tarot deck. Oh, that's and so good. The beginning of the new season, starting with Patch Boomhauer, where Boomhauer's brother gets married. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time for Dangle Podcast. Um, you can find me over there, or you can find me at Marquis Stardust on Twitter, or Great Greek Buffalo on Instagram, where I do nothing but watch people catch a giant catfish. But whatever, I'm really, really in. Goddamn, giant catfish, or what's up? Yep. Um, do you guys know anything about Reiki and or bars? Let me know. How do I reactivate the fire that was taken from me? I need to know because in 10 years of trying to figure it out on my own, I have not figured it out, so I am asking for help now. And that's where we're at. Yeah, let us know. Um, review, all that good stuff. I don't know. I'm not going to start off this new season asking for you to give us five stars because that'd be stupid. Because the stars are always right, whether they are fours or fives or not there at all. I don't fucking know. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Josh, let's get the hell out of here. Indeed, buddy. Uh, and on that note, everyone, uh, thanks for joining us. My name's Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I'm a wizard. Thank you for listening. We love you all, everyone. Take care. Good night. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all!